Welcome to Talk 30 to Me, a show where we talk about the perspective of 30-somethings on life. My kid is an asshole. Love. Did I tell you about the girl? twice in a week. And the never-ending pursuit of fulfillment. My name is Anthony, but most people just call me Turd. And I'm Randy Z. Let's start the show. So it is now June, and we are recording our first episode for a few months. How have you been, Randy? <laughs> I've I've had better days. Uh, days? Yeah, I've had better days. We've had better months. It's been a while. Truly deep. It's been a while. It has, man. So I'm still in the uh, house search. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I, but we'll go into that in, in another episode. So I'm still, we're still in, I'm still in that. Still working on all these different podcasts. I feel like I've gotten yeah. a lot more organized in the last uh, couple weeks or last month. I, I've, since my birthday, I did this, this huge decluttering. I, I completely cleaned my room. I threw a lot of stuff out. Um, yeah, your room was pretty cluttered. In, incredibly yep. cluttered. Uh, and, and so now I have access to my, my desk again. Um, that that I spent a whole year building mm-hmm. and then I never used. I, I used it for a couple of months, um, but I haven't recently. How are the succulents? Most of them died. <laughs> I didn't kill a succulent. <laughs> no, I, I repotted some of them, and then you know Shocking. we have animals in the the neighborhood that just come and just mess it up. Just get eaten. Oh, they're outside now. Yeah, they had to move outside. One of them, one of them is thriving, and I, there's. It grew so much that it has these flowers on it. I had no idea like this this little succulent was gonna grow flowers. Hmm. Thanks for asking about my succulents. That really threw me off. Because you named them. <laughs> you you went as far as to name them and, and since then you haven't mentioned them. Yeah. It's like I, they're I, abandoned. I'm, I'm, ever I'm, since you got your dog. Yeah. <laughs> Young Benny. Yeah. Uh, a majority of them have died though. Um of the original batch. I had to do a lot of propagation and then grow new ones. Mm. So it's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. It's a sad story. <laughs> it, it is. It, it is a. Uh, it is a metaphor for my current life mm. right now, and that mm. and going back to the whole Preach. idea, <laughs> going back to the whole thing of <laughs> of decluttering on my birthday and and really taking time to take a step back and really reassess where I was at. Um, I was working with my buddy Justin, and he gave me this. Uh, you mean Justin from episode two? Yes, Justin from episode two of season three. Of season three. Okay. The highlight of our lives right now is season three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good season. But he has he has this worksheet that he developed for assessing your strengths. Uh, it, it's meant in the grand scheme to like to find your purpose and walk in your purpose. But for me, I'm using it as a tool to assess what's important, assess what I have been failing at and what I need to improve upon uh, to get to my ultimate goals. So you're his guinea pig? No, actually, I didn't even make his beta tester. He told me he already did his beta oh, testing. Wow! And so now I'm in the, uh, I'm testing the new version of it, um, the two the two point yeah. Okay. So I'm a 2.0 beta, I guess. I don't know, but uh, I, I mean, it's it's really caused me to really think. And we were talking about it the other day, and and he said something to me that I, I took as a compliment, but I understand how it is presumably a weakness. He's like, there's nothing that you can't do. Every time I need something, you're the person I go to because I know you yep. can get it done. Yep. But at the same time, he's like, you are across the board. You're, you're here. You're, you're high level for everything uh, or high achievement for everything, but not mastery of anything. Yep. And An issue I've had as well. Yeah. Yep. And, and you know, thinking about that, like for me, uh, it always comes back to this idea of employability. 
you know, I have the skill sets necessary to do any job that I need to do to make the ends meet, in my opinion, right? For all the ventures that I've taken on. But you can never get to a higher level doing it. You just be kind of like at the mid level. Right. And and, and for me, the, the, my argument is like, I don't need to be the best or the greatest. I need to be the best at probably marketing or presenting my stuff because I feel like my stuff is already strong. It's just I'm not the best with when it comes to pitching it or presenting it or uh, getting it in front of, in front of people. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's my disconnect. But that, I'm still in the process of trying to figure out, okay, was that is that the weakness? Do I need to cut all these different things out to really thrive? Or is it figuring out a better way or more efficient way that, A, I'm comfortable with, and two, that I can succeed at, at presenting my work to the world? And I, I'm kind of stuck in that, that limbo right now. And that's where I've been in, in the last week. So A was what and two was what? A. <laughs> did I really do that? <laughs> yeah, you really did that. <laughs> so A is, A is uh, cut some things out and really focus in on, on just a couple key things. Or uh, two. <laughs> you did it again. I did it on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to change it now. It's already on wax. What do you want me to do? Go back. <laughs> now this whole thing is going to make the show. <laughs> I thought you'd catch A and two, but you went with it. You were like A and two. Oh, okay. But that is, I think, um, you, you've mentioned it before. And to take a little bit of a tangent... We are the slash generation, yeah. right? Yeah. The other day, I was watching, what was it, Hulu? And on Hulu, <laughs> there was a, I think it was Blackish, catching up. I love that show mm-hmm. um, because it hits on, on different levels. There was this commercial that um, had a, a uh, uh, I guess it was a, a millennial, I'm going to assume, woman walking dogs and they had all these little captions for what she did dog walker singer author mm. whatever blah 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 boom AT&T we are your phone we are your provider or whatnot we have your phone fuck AT&T I'm sorry yes and yes they are targeting millennials but if if AT&T knows we are the slash generation it's, yeah it's a you know it it, it is truly concerning because we are never going to be masters of anything. But I don't think that's necessarily true to to the way I, I phrased it just there. Yeah. I think it's true in the here and now in the future. Hopefully we'll get that experience sure. that we need. But to your point, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure that's a bad thing now. It might not be. It but it, I would say it's a bad thing in how I executed it in the past. And I think I do a very good job as as I go. I Eliminate things that I don't feel are um, the breadwinner, so to speak. I still use all these skill sets in anything I bring to the table, but I'm not marketing myself as a family portrait photographer anymore because that's just, I feel like that's not too specific. No, no, no. It's not, it's not no. a good use of my time as far as like the, the return that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Now, if I need to use those skill sets when I'm helping build a website, I can do that and I can do all that and then help build uh, the site. But to go out and just do it recreationally, I kind of just save it for like my close personal friends now. But I don't go out and like publicize. Why not? Yeah, I've seen myself doing the same thing, like falling out with certain things that I used to do because I just don't want to do them anymore. But it's not a desire that 
it's not because I don't feel like it's lucrative. It's because I just don't desire to do so. Part of it is I don't feel that it's lucrative. And and the other part of it is it, it just changes who I'm working with. And I um, I don't want to become so expensive that people from my community cannot afford me. Sure, but you and don't have to. I don't have right, to, but a, to, be able, to be able to make it work and make ends meet for me, I would have to. And I, I didn't want to do that. But at this point in time, do you feel like you're eliminating a potential exposure, like uh, um, an avenue for your exposure, like something to help you kind of get your name out and and promote yourself? Not particularly, and that's and this is where I'm kind of getting jumbled and and kind of stuck, where I don't know how to present myself or to describe myself in an efficient way to to showcase what I can do. Okay, so your dilemma right now, just to kind of sum it up, maybe mm-hmm. it might not do it justice, but is um, identifying exactly what it is that you want to be identified as. Yeah. Okay. And part of me doesn't want to be put into a box. <laughs> no one puts baby in a box. It's a corner. I know, but I tried to make it work. No, I, I prefer the Ryan Leslie. Uh, He's trying to put me in, in a box. box. It's impossible. You don't Not know familiar, the no. I'll just show you the video. No, this shit's so hilarious. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I crack up. He did um this is one of his early videos that me and Cliff used to watch. Um when he was making Addicted to You by Cassie. I don't even know who you're talking about. It's I mean the people listening probably do. Okay. But, but I will I show you the song. I'll show you the song. And at the very end, he's walking out of the studio and pe- and he says that and he says it with his like weird, like swallowing his tongue, and it always just cracks me up. Okay. But okay. Great. So. I'm happy for you. Anyway. If you want to know what Randy's talking about, I'll throw a link in the in the show notes. Loki, I'm gonna try to I'm trying to sample that in right when I do it. <laughs> okay. Um so for the sake of identification, it might not necessarily be a good thing to identify yourself, right? Because right. like like you were alluding to earlier, but you never really came to that conclusion, but you would be limiting yourself in that yeah. regard, right? I think that's what we're afraid of as a generation. Mm. I'm afraid of the same thing. I don't want to be labeled as one thing because I don't want to be defined by one thing. Mm-hmm. But that might not be a bad thing. Right now, me, I'm kind of going through the same thing in a different in a different respect. Uh, most of our listeners might know, uh, if they've listened to the show uh, recently, I've gotten a new job. And a part of that new job came new responsibilities and a new title and great pay and, you know, uh, working with a great team, but now I'm kind of in the same boat where I'm being identified as something that I never thought I would be identified as. In in, in what regards context? to my career, yeah. Like, in, what do in you mean? To my job, like I am now the expert. Oh, and it's very, I guess, disorienting for me because I'm not used to being the decision maker. I haven't been the decision maker in a long time, where I just you know, snap my fingers and, and people do things. And I'm the guy, you know, it ends with me. The buck stops with me, but really it stops with my boss, but my boss really trusts me. So huh. it's, it's, it's me. That's it. That's, that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot. You have no idea. Well, okay. So is it, is it a lot of pressure because it's your job and your livelihood? Because I feel like it's a lot of pressure if you're doing it for your own business, but at the same time, you don't think about that. It all goes back to what you said earlier, reputation. Mm. And how people perceive you, there's this one um, coworker, uh, I wouldn't say coworker, it was a boss of mine that mentioned to me at my last job, perception is everything. 
within the first 90 days of your employment at a new company, it hasn't even been two months yet for me at the, at the time that we're recording this. It's barely been two months at this new place, and that 90 days is creeping up. I'm concerned with how people already view me as a team player, as part of the overall, you know, bigger picture. I know I'm doing a good job. I've gotten good feedback, but really I want some tangible feedback and I haven't gotten that yet. And maybe it's too soon. Maybe, but what is tangible feedback? Something I can sink my teeth into and, and, and fine tune my approach. Cause I know right now. So you're looking for criticism. Then. Yes. I might have gotten some already, but it wasn't from the person that I wanted to get it from. Mm. It, it was the janitor. <laughs> not quite um as you're solving equations on your chalkboard right. in your office yeah i don't even have my own office yet i'm building it currently but i've been thrown so many tasks to complete at the same time mm. i feel like i've almost been set up for failure yeah and that's affected my my psyche to the point where i know my interactions my people skills have taken a huge hit because mm, you're, you're just not present your, I'm, I'm your not, mind's on it yeah, yeah. my mind's on uh, somewhere else while i'm mm -hmm. talking to people for example the cleaning lady came in the other day and she was talking to me in spanish she knows i know spanish i've spoken to her in spanish before we've conversed in spanish before it's not a problem and she walks in it was like six in the morning and she walks in and wait she, i thought you got off a night shift no i was just getting to work oh, i had okay. i had an early meeting that day oh and she gets in and she's talking to me about her her morning so far and what she's done and all. And I just tune the fuck out. Like, I haven't <laughs> done this before. I tune the fuck out. And she looks at me and she's like, you didn't understand me, did you? In Spanish. And I was like, no, 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 I understood you perfectly fine. And I responded in Spanish. And I was like. We can put subtitles on the podcast. <laughs> and and I told her, I was like, yeah, my head's not, my head's not, not, not here right now. And she's like, oh, sorry. And she walks off. And I felt like I, I felt terrible. Yeah. Like I completely neglected that individual's feelings, mm -hmm. which I which I don't I didn't intend to do, but I was just somewhere else. Yeah. You know, and that's just me getting, you know, my, my head somewhere else and I need to be somewhere else. And I needed to be there at that point in time. Yeah. But I wasn't. But that's happened more times than not lately. And, and it's not characteristic of what I usually am as a as a leader as a person so it's frightening mm -hmm. but going back to the whole identification thing people are leaning on me to be that leader to be present to be there to make the decisions to make the tough calls to to fire the people that need to be fired or, or coach the people that need to be coached or whatnot and i don't i it, it's very overwhelming because everything is moving at ten thousand miles per hour yeah and i'm not used to that yet and I'm afraid. I'm I'm here sitting back thinking about it, and my fear is you're never going to catch up. Yeah, and that identity is going to follow me. As you know, I might not be able to execute or or stuff like that. Even though I've been getting a lot done, I don't know. It might go back to that whole thing where um, I might be uh, um, underselling myself. Maybe you know. But then it sounds like you have uh, in your head that all these problems need to be fixed in your first ninety days. Yeah, and I don't think that's a fair assessment or a fair uh, benchmark. If it from from how it sounds, it sounds like some like deep rooted issues of of uh, management and uh, whatever chain of command or I don't know whatever you guys implement in a factory. I don't know what you do there. Same hierarchy everywhere else. Uh, not not really. My hierarchy is very different. 
Anyway, but it sounds like you're putting unrealistic expectations on yourself that your employer is not even doing. No, no, it's very much there. No, it's very much present. From the employer? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. I could do it. It's just I wish I had the better, a, a better setup right now. You know what I mean? What would be a better setup? Just a little bit more reliability on the uh, on the uh, direct report side. You know what I mean? I have a very thin team to work with. I don't have much talent. Oh. Yeah, so it kind of sucks. Yeah. So I'm very limited from that regard. I mean, I got three real, maybe four really good, you know, uh, employees mm-hmm. that, that can do stuff for me. But I need about, you know, two to three more. I don't have that yet. You have two to three more, but they're just not cutting no, I, it. I, I don't. I oh, don't. so they're empty spaces. Yeah, they're empty so spaces. So we're recruiting. Turg at talk30tome.com. Yep. <laughs> Send your resumes. Oh, send your resumes over. I'm also looking for an intern if you if you got it. I, I, I have a couple of candidates anyways. Um, but going back to the whole like r- deeply rooted issues of identification, mm-hmm. job, what that means, we've touched this before. In essence, a job shouldn't define who you are. It shouldn't define your identity. Right. What you're doing shouldn't define who you are. And right. I think there's a trade-off there, though. And I, I've I've always gone back to that whole your job or what you do should not identify you. Right. How do you identify yourself? That's always the next question that comes up when I'm in conversation with people. And to that, I never have an answer. How do you identify yourself if it's not by your job? I think societally speaking, we're driven by the fact that we identify ourselves by what we do. Right. The first thing someone ever asks you, even when you're on a date or making new friends, networking, what do you do? Assistant manager at El Pollo Loco. You got that pretty well rehearsed. Oh, that's my default response to people. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that. Anyway, I I I should probably come up with something stupid similar like that. But, My name uh, is Duke Santos, and uh, <laughs> you even have business cards. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be a trip if you actually committed <laughs> with the whole nine. Yeah, right. But going back to that, where where do you where? How do you think people should be identified? How do you think people should identify themselves first and foremost? I don't. I don't think I'm even the person to say how I think people should be identified. But I know how I navigate it is always within context of where I'm at. If I'm if I'm around people that I know uh, creative ventures are going to just be way over their head, then I might introduce myself as uh, assistant manager at Boyle. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I might go with my educational background. Oh yeah, I'm at USC. Like I know that's probably going to be a little more of a wow factor for people, or like a respect factor for whatever reason. Like they see it's more prestige. Mm, okay. Like not everyone can get a job at USC, or yeah, apparently. Hmm. Um, and then, and then some, you know, just depends on if I'm in a uh, more entertainment setting, then it's more, I do like the high level stuff. Oh, I do, I work in production or I'm a producer. Oh, what do you do? Oh, well, we've done these films, we've done these, we've done this and kind of like lay it out in that regard. But that's only if they ask for it. Yeah. But it ju- it always depends on context for me. Hmm. And I would like to just consolidate. Yeah. That seems, I was about to say, that seems like an issue seems like you're adapting to your environment rather than just staying consistent. Right, right. And I... I'm, why? It all goes back to why and how, right? It, it all goes well, back to why and how. The why is just to be able to... Well, not to be able to, it's, it's the internal motivation, right? So I put myself... Are you familiar with that social... I Yeah. Okay, so... But I, I don't see how that... 
how how you can justify that. Because when I walk into a room, I have an idea of what these people expect me to say from from just based off of either how I dress or how I look. You might be looking into it too much. I but might, it, might not. But there, I feel like I'm pretty perception. accurate. You're right. Yeah. There is. But I think that's that's selling it a little over what it what it truly is. I think human interaction is very basic at the very get go, and then it develop, it develops uh, within because we're not even talking context in the rooms that I walk into, and that's what, and I think that would give it okay. a little more idea. Sure. But that's that's why I I know there's certain rooms that it the the title I have at the university I work at carries far more prestige uh, in than certain it rooms is. than it really is. I think you know. LA Times just pretty much summed up what USC is uh, with the whole president stepping down. Oh yeah, um, I didn't I didn't read that article, but I heard it's been it's been a lot of stuff going on at USC. I'm sure. Um, but you know, for all intents and purposes, I I care more about what I do outside of USC. Now there are things that I do that you know I care deeply about within my position and my role, uh, but I know that doesn't define me. And I feel like I'm I'm double talking myself, and it's weird that I can make that distinction with uh, my nine to five job. But when it comes to my own ventures, my own project, my own company, my own business, that's where I start to struggle. Yeah, I don't think the problem with me lies within my my office uh, with the identification part. Mm -hmm. The problem is outside of that. When I present myself as the engineering manager people automatically see me as someone completely different. At my job, I didn't show my tattoos for the first three weeks. I hit them. How? They're all over your face. <laughs> the Mike Tyson. <laughs> I got this shit done over the weekend, bro. <laughs> the Memorial Day special. <laughs> it's a two for one. So I got both eyebrows. <laughs> my forehead's just... <laughs> anyway. Um... You thought that was his hairline? <laughs> <laughs> um... I, I hit him for the first three weeks, honestly, because I was afraid of how I would be perceived. Interesting. Before I was able to show my knowledge and to show my aptitude and to show my ability. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know that. why. I honestly don't know. I've never done that. Anywhere I've worked, my tattoo was always out day one. Because you didn't care. I didn't care. But now. You care more about this position because it's what you've been gunning for for yep. the past four years. Yep. More or less. I didn't know it, but yes. Does it are you are you holding this position in a higher regard than than you've done in previous jobs because it's something that's been more of a uh, unattainable and now that you have it, you're you're being too careful. Let me take you back a little bit on that unattainable part. It was never unattainable, it was always attainable, Ooh. just out of reach. For the time being, it was unattainable. But it was it was mildly out of reach. Um, to answer your question, all joking aside, um, maybe I haven't really thought about it. I, I the, the fucked up part about it is I haven't had enough time to sit down and really mm. reflect. Yeah, which I I think that adds another dimension to why I'm so kind of out of whack lately. It's because of that. I haven't been to my usual yoga routine. Haven't been working out as much, if any at all, in in the past two months. Really, and I just haven't been really myself. To top it all off, I'm still kind of acclimating coming off night shifts. You know, close to two years doing that. You can't just snap a finger and, you know, I'm back to days. Yeah, hey, this is life in its normal state. I haven't I haven't even adjusted to a schedule. Three out of the five nights uh, over the last week, I got home after 730. 
p.m. But it's still light out. at work at 6, yeah. Or are you just saying like the hours that you're putting in? Yeah, just okay. mad hours, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't – I've always been a firm advocate of the amount of time you spend at work isn't indicative of the amount of effort you've been putting into it. And that's 100% true because I haven't been catching – making good ground on the things that really will impact my success rather than I've just been kind of trying to maintain the several things that have been going on. But really going back and bringing this full circle to identity and what's been going on is I everyone I meet, everyone I talk to says I'm in the best position I could ever be in in my career, in any career for that matter, just to set myself up for the future and, and the future successes that I could possibly build off of. Everybody. And I've met hundreds of people within the first two months here. You know, more people interacted with more people and networked with more people than I ever have at any place within my career. I thought this was a small company. It is. But we're doing a lot. Huh. We're doing a lot. I'm, I, can't, I couldn't even begin to tell you. And yet, with all the good stuff that's going on, with the great position that I'm in, I struggle to identify what – how do I phrase this? Uh, I, I struggle to identify who I am and how I really fit. I guess. And it's too early. I get that. It's really early, like yeah. two months. So it's way too soon. You know, maybe I am asking too much of myself. Do you think there is a discrepancy in the title and the role versus what you need to be doing? Yeah. And is that, Absolutely. Is that why you're yeah. having trouble? I think so. Mm. Um, I, I'm doing a lot of uh, a lot of engineering, granted, a lot. Um, Who would have thought? And... I think what I'm doing right now is at a much higher level than what I initially thought it would be. Mm. So I was fine with what going in at what I was at. But right now, I I've, I think much higher. I need a much higher classification, I guess, just to kind of identify that I'm not – I don't need to work on the, the menial stuff, even though it is very important. Right. But it doesn't contribute to the overall vision That's and the not overall your direction yeah. of, the, of the company, which is initially what I was hired for. Yeah. To push the company forward, right? With what I with what I need to do, which you need two to three people to work on those aspects of getting the greater goal. I need at least one or two below me that that are capable, that have reasonable leadership skills that can help push that and and get that separated out, and then I could focus on the bigger picture and help push the company forward. Dope. So either way, everybody that comes in and everybody that I've spoken to so far identifies me as the engineering manager. I am the engineering manager. I am the guy. Ultimately, I am moving everything forward, but they don't see what they don't see is, you know, the the other stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, that goes on. But it's up here, you know, super high. Yeah. Whereas I don't see myself there yet. So I think my thing is a little bit different than yours. I'm struggling to identify myself as being up here. I don't see myself up here yet. You're walking up there, but you feel like you shouldn't be there? No, I, I feel like I haven't caught up to myself yet. You know, I feel like I should be here. Maybe I'm putting, uh, I'm being too hard on myself, but and I'm not there yet. You know, eh, we'll see. It will change. I, I guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, the next month or so is going to be very, very rough. But you know, I knew what I was getting into. But as far as identifying myself outside of work, I don't know. I dad bod, dad bod, yeah. Struggle is real, you know, <laughs> and who knew going back to, you know, a regular schedule would not contribute any positive effect to, to anything, no hobbies or anything like that. 
I think I built like two Lego sets that I've been sitting on for like months. I mean, the rings under your eyes are gone. You're sleeping better, it yep. seems like. Yeah. So there's there's your positive. That's it. But going back to identity. Yeah. All right. Going take taking it back to really what the deep rooted issue in in our dilemma and our generation is. Uh, I think twofold. The imposter syndrome, right? And we've talked about this. We haven't really labeled it as such on the show. Huh. Yeah, we haven't, huh? No, that's weird. But the imposter syndrome, I think, plays a little bit into what I'm going through right now. Yeah. And then the other side of it is identifying what I am outside of just being, you know, the the engineering manager at a food company. It's like, okay, I'm an engineering manager at a food company, but I, I'm a dad, I'm a, a husband and all that, but yeah. what so am is, I really? Is it dismissive to say that's just your job? It is. Because, Though, I mean, the way, you, the way you curated your life, and, and I, I feel like there's, there's a difference between job and career, and I don't know if we're going to go through this in the next, you know, the next generation where my dad worked a job. He didn't necessarily have a career uh, because he wanted to be able to just you know, have the life he wanted to have. Now, for us, the big push was get a career, get a career, get a career. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you have a career, yep, but you don't hold it in a high regard as like what a career would be kind of associated with I as far as like definition-wise. And it's moving towards the idea of just a job. That has a lot to do with the fact that a career isn't the same as it was before. It's no longer. Um, How so? I look at a career as a strong poker hand, Right. Keep going. I'm, I'm intrigued. I look at a career as a seasoned poker player with a strong poker hand. That seasoned poker player is going to know exactly what to do with that hand and how to bluff the other guys on the table out of the table. At this point in my life, at this point in my career, I am. I, I don't think I can make it past the, the first table. You know what I mean? In a tournament. I don't think I'm – I could be a seasoned poker player, right? Mm-hmm. I might be. I don't know. I've been in the industry long enough. I could be a seasoned poker player, but I have a strong hand, and I don't know how to bluff the other people off the table yet. I think I've learned up to a certain point, and now I think the learning is going to accelerate faster than I ever thought it would, but I'm not there yet. Okay. You know what I mean? I haven't developed all the skills necessary to master where I'm at. And here's the thing. The funny thing is in, in – We've kind of changed topics a little bit, but to be quite honest, I thought I had what it took, but I don't. Realistically speaking, I don't. I thought I did, but I didn't know how demanding this job was. And you know what? Quite honestly, like, and I'm going to be completely upfront, I didn't give my boss, my last boss, enough credit because he was really going through a lot. And I didn't see it because I didn't have exposure. It's easy to talk shit about people in a, in a higher position until you're there and you see what they're going through. And I knew this was going to happen. I just didn't know what to what degree. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. To be that guy to make the decisions. Yeah. It's it's tough to be in the room where, where it, it happens. happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always a certain sacrifice that comes the higher you go. And I think a lot of people forget that you get into a specific field for – a particular reason. And I take education, right? I love working with kids. I love advising or I love teaching. But if you want to move up in the ranks, the higher you go from director to dean or to whatever the case is, 
the further you're going to be away from the students or the further away you can be from that that initial mm. draw. And I, I think that's part of the thing that loses sight, you, people lose sight of. And I think that's what's going to lead to the de-glamorization of the career. And they're going to look more at the job itself in, in future generations and moving forward. Maybe. But I can already tell you right now, that's my downfall. I've been paying too much attention to the people on the lower level. And not to discredit them and what they do. They're the heart and soul of, of why we have jobs. Mm-hmm. But I think I've been paying too much attention to that, not enough attention to driving what I need to drive, which might come to bite me in the ass, but it might not. That might actually be my saving grace. I don't know. TBD. (laughs) We'll find out. Stay tuned. Captain America will return. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, um, we will eventually find out what we're doing. And how what we're doing contributes to the to the greater good, if it ever does. But I can tell you right now, a career for me, uh, working for someone else, is not long term. I'm giving this another three to four years. Eh, that's four is being very generous. Three years at the most, and I'm out. And I'm gonna really start taking what I want to do for myself a lot more seriously. Yeah. And I think that's really the, the the best thing that anyone could do for themselves. And that, I think, at that point in our lives, maybe it will come with age, we'll be able to identify with what we truly want to identify with and start formulating a more specific approach to our lives. Yeah. Instead of just being the jack of all trades, good at everything, maybe. master of none. Maybe. I know. mean, I know I got, I'm five more years at USC before I will walk away. Secure my letter and free tuition for my children. Forever? Forever. Can your children be my children? I mean my children. Yes, be yes, your they children. can. <laughs> no, they cannot. <laughs> I knew the I knew the former, <laughs> not the latter. The latter is what I want, because I'm not having kids with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. We could. Have you seen Junior? <laughs> <laughs> but um that's that's good. So you have a plan. Yeah. And and that's where it's like well, if if I do leave California, ideally I would stick it out for at least five more years, and then move on. But we'll see, man. It's all TBD, bro. It is all TBD. It's all TBD for all of us. So it's been a meh mid-year check-in. Twenty eighteen hasn't really done us a whole lot of favors yet, but it's still early in the year. Baseball season is still fairly young. We're only about 25% of the way done with the season. What are we at here? 60 games? Almost. So we're coming up on July. So All-Star break will be happening in two months. Yeah. So we're we're almost at the halfway point. So yeah, I would say about 25% of the way through the baseball season. That's a good indication of you know, how I would rate my year. My year goes from April to October. <laughs> really? <laughs> Everything else doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> um and for the most part, it's been okay. I think we're. I, I think I'm being too hard on 2018. I think 2018 is being really hard on me, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think you're being hard on it at all. 2018 has been a fucking asshole. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's that. There is that. Feel free to share your stories where you're at in 2018. We've shared our mid-year check-in with you, and we want to hear what you guys have been up to. Any... Um, Trials and tribulations it has 2018 manifested itself to be the year that you thought it would be, because it surely hasn't for us. 
So on that note, Randy, where can the people find you? You can find me, man, you know, I have not been active, but you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at I am Randy Z. And don't bother finding me because I have not been active because I had not found the fucking time to be active. But if you want to and follow an account that really hasn't posted an Instagram post for, oh, I think the first one was like a couple couple weeks ago, my Insta- Instacart and my Google Express order, Turg says no on Instagram and Twitter. That's where you can find me, but don't because I'm not very good at social media. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing to another episode of Talk 30 to Me. We hope you enjoyed and continue to share it with friends. Make sure to stop by our website at talk30tome.com for more content and information about the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. And if you really like what you hear, make sure to leave us an awesome five-star review. For Talk 30 to Me, I'm Turk. And I'm Randy Z. Peace. <laughs>